This is The Secrets of Solitude with Ruby D, the goddess entrepreneur and the soul speaker. I look forward to you listening and me sharing my story. Peace. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Secrets of Solitude with Ruby D, the goddess entrepreneur and the soul speaker. And of course, this is episode two. That's entitled Me, Myself, and I. Now, this particular topic I wanted to discuss because if you know me and for those that don't know me, I am 38. I recently just turned 38. Happy birthday to me. But, you know, for a long time, it's been just me. I don't have any children. I'm single. And that's not a bad thing. You know, that I actually love that. It fits my lifestyle. It fits the type of person that I am. And, you know, I'm not ashamed at all to say that. <clears throat> but the reason I needed to, you know, make that known because it has a lot to do with tonight's episode. And I was thinking back to, you know, after I graduated from college, I graduated in 2003 from Tougaloo College with a bachelor's degree in economics and accounting. And, you know, I moved back home with my mom. I started my first full-time job. You know, I thought I was going to have my own accounting firm and yeah, none of that happened. But I always wanted to know I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I really didn't want to work for nobody else because I really wasn't trying to have people to tell me what to do <laughs> with my time and my talent and tell me how much I'm worth. So, you know, understood that having a job had its place because bills had to be paid and da, 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 that whole story. Yeah, everybody gets it. But <clears throat> at that time, I did start my first business, which was Fashion Forte. Um, and Fashion Forte was pretty much, you know, where I was into modeling and runway, runway coaching, producing fashion shows and stuff like that. And the reason I got into that was because, of course, I'm only 5'4". Yeah, I know I look taller in pictures because I have long limbs, I have a long neck, you know, that whole thing. But no, I'm only 5'4". And... This is when I was in Mississippi, living on the coast. And, of course, it's not the the best place or the ideal place or the first place that comes to mind when people think of fashion and runway and none of that. So I'm there and I'm like, okay, let me see what type of fashion shows I can find, some castings and whatnot. There were none. So... After there were not none, then I was like, well, you know, I know a few people, you know, I can do a few things. So at that point, I just had to start creating opportunities for myself. So pretty much if I wanted to be in a fashion show, then guess what? I had to put the fashion show together for me to be in. And then not only that, of course, other people had to be in the fashion show. I had to put up my own money. I had to do pretty much do everything on my own, which I really didn't have a problem with because I was the boss. I was the one in charge. I was the creative mind. I was the investor. I was everything. 
But, you know, I did that. And then as I moved on and became known, I'm not going to say I was, you know, famous or anything like that. But I was kind of sort of some like a local celebrity type thing, you know. I wasn't all that big, but of course, people knew that I did fashion shows and that I modeled and stuff like that. And I was able to travel a few places and, you know, make a name for myself in that particular area back then. But as time went on and I got into other business ventures and started working with other models and working with other people that were interested in becoming models and providing information and runway coaching and stuff like that. You know, it started to dawn on me like, I'm doing all this stuff by myself. Nobody is really interested in helping me, investing in me or anything like that. And, you know, I will say it wasn't like I was just out there looking for somebody to give me a handout or looking for somebody just to throw money at me and say, hey, go do whatever you want to do. But I just noticed that, you know, I really didn't have a lot of help. And then, you know, me, I've always been the type of person where I've always supported small businesses, supported black businesses wherever I could, as long as it was in my budget. And I learned how to really do some amazing things on a really small budget. I'm a really crafty person. I like, you know, arts and crafts, arts and crafts, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, I don't mind at all putting in a little bit of elbow grease to make the event what I wanted it to be. Yeah, you can have a venue, you can have a DJ, you can have, you know, the, the best models, the all of this. But if it's no life in the event or anything like that, then it's just like another event. You know, that wasn't me. So, you know, of course, like I said, I didn't mind putting in some elbow grease to make it what make it a true reflection of who I am and what I stand for and all of that good stuff. So, you know, did that thing. Um, after that... You know, I branched out to some other areas to like Jackson, Mississippi, Memphis, Tennessee, Mobile, Alabama, New Orleans, because that those areas were what were closer to me. So, you know, branched out, did those things and still no help. Now, mind you, I'm still single, still no kids, none of that, nothing. And then fast forward to where I am now and I just look back on Starting my skincare company, getting my aesthetics license, becoming a makeup artist, um, writing the Goddess Ground book series and everything. And it's just like, I've pretty much done everything by myself. Any opportunity that I was given, I gave to myself. And of course that got me to thinking about why and then it dawned on me like you know people look at me like okay she don't you know it's just her she doesn't have a husband 
She doesn't have any children. She good. She don't need no help. She don't. Nah. And I was just like, nah, that ain't right. You know, I'm not saying that I was just out here struggling. And that I was just out here just, you know, just out here bad. But it was just like, help is help, whether it's in the form of money, whether it's in the form of a referral, whether it's in the form of a good word, whether it's in the form of, you know, you helping me connect to somebody else because you feel that the professional connection will be uh, mutually beneficial for us too. I didn't have a lot of that. Actually, I very, very little of that. And that's why, you know, I wanted to discuss that because, you know, people are more likely to help somebody that has kids. People are more likely to help somebody that that they feel um, really needs it. And it's like, you know, not even just people, but even the government. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm like, uh of course, single people don't really get government assistance, but I don't. I've never had food stamps. I've never had, you know, any type of aid from the government. The only time I got it was one time where I was fired from work and I got unemployment for a little while until I found another job. But again, it reinforces that idea that because it's just her, she doesn't need help. She doesn't, there's not anything that she needs. She's okay. And that's, that's just not true. Like I said, I'm not a charity case. Most people are not a charity case, but sometimes we need help. And it's just like, why is it that people look at me and say, you know what? She ain't got no kids. I ain't got to help her. She ain't got no kids. I ain't got to connect her with somebody. Let me connect this mom that has one child, two children, three children. But I could be just as qualified, if not more qualified, to make that particular connection beneficial to the other party. Don't overlook me simply because I don't have any kids. If anything, you know, I'm not saying you should pick me first, but, you know, it's just things that you can look at. Well, because she doesn't have any kids, you know, she has a little extra time. She has a little extra that she can do. Um, She has, you know, it's, I don't have to worry about her Saying, well, hey, I can't do this because, you know, I have to leave. I have to go pick up my child from school. I have to take off because I'm sick. I can't make it, you know. It's just that there's pros and cons, you know, to it on both sides. But I'm talking about me specifically because the only life I have to deal with is mine. And right now, I ain't worried about nobody else, you know. And... When I think of the Goddess Grind book series that I've written in my journey and why I wrote it, I know people think, 
because it has the term grind in there that it means go hard and go extra hard and go extremely hard and team no sleep no 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 it has goddess that precedes it um do i consider myself a goddess yes i do because i've tapped into that power within me where i've reached such a level of understanding and the power that i possess that it's helped me to move through my journey of entrepreneurship and business ownership in such a way that I'm working smarter and not harder. And that's been important for me because doing this thing by myself is not easy. You know, I'm thankful that now I'm to the point where I have a tribe of sisters that I can talk to, that I can reach out to, that I can mellow out with when things become just a little too much or, you know, that I can talk to and kind of bounce ideas off of and get different perspectives and whatnot. But it's been, it's been hard. Don't look at me and say, well, hey, because she's single and doesn't have any kids, I'm not going to refer anybody to her. What it should come down to is, can I get the job done? Am I good? Am I great? Am I excellent at what I do? Uh, am I worth? Do you feel that making this divine connection is worth it between me and somebody else? I'm not asking for anybody's money. I'm not asking anybody to invest in me. None of that. And then, you know, another thing, because I'm out here doing this thing by myself, I've also come to realize that with me doing this thing by myself, with the area, with my area of expertise and the niche that I'm in, it's so specific. There are very, very, very few people that do this, that understand that have no idea what I'm about and what I do. And it's not that I don't, you know, discuss it with people or that I don't tell people. It's just that people have to have an open mind. Most people don't have an open mind. And I'm cool with that. I understand that. Some people don't want to invest in that. And I understand that as well. And that's cool with me. I've been on this journey a long time where it's just been me, myself, and I. And I always find it within myself to push further, to work smarter, to be more consistent, to motivate myself, to inspire myself. That's not to say I'm not motivated or inspired by other people. But I have to do it for myself more often than I receive that from other people. And it's just like, I know I'm not the only one. It's other people that don't have any children. And life is difficult, period. It doesn't matter whether you got one child, no child, ten children, it don't matter. Even if you're receiving some assistance, not it does not matter. But 
on my journey, I've learned that and I've realized that many people have looked over me and looked past me simply because I didn't have children, simply because it is just me. I'm not mad at all because as a result, I have been able to accomplish so many things. I have been able to learn how to do so many things. I have been able to connect with people that I never thought I would connect with. And you know, people... When I tell people I don't have kids, they look at me crazy. What are you going to do when you get old? Who are you going to leave a legacy to? My legacy is education. My legacy is information. As long as I'm sharing information with somebody and I'm educating somebody, that is my legacy. A legacy doesn't always have to be monetary. So, it's just me. And as long as it's just me, I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep motivating. I'm going to keep inspiring. I'm going to keep working. And I'm always going to have my back. I'm always going to create opportunities for myself. This podcast is an opportunity. Don't nobody else want to... Well, let me let me not say that. I have had a few people, you know, reach out to me and, you know, want me to be a guest contributor or something like that. But um, overall, it's been just me. And I just want to say, if it's just you, you better rock it out. You better do your thing. Because really, at the end of the day, nobody can say you owe them anything. Nobody can say, oh, the only reason you're doing that is because of me. It's like, no, everything I've ever done is a direct result of me and my dreams and what I wanted to do. But don't look over me. That's not cool at all. I don't overlook people, so I don't think they should overlook me. But, you know, I just wanted to get into that a little bit because it's a part of my journey that nobody knows about, nobody is aware of, and nobody understands how it fits into the Goddess Grind book series. So, it's been wonderful sharing with you all on this episode of Secrets of Solitude with myself, the goddess entrepreneur and soul speaker. Make sure you check out the Goddess Grind book series at www.thegoddessgrind.com. Purchase the full book series or just purchase one book. Just support me. I appreciate it. Um, There are four books in the series. Um, So make sure you check it out. I've had a pleasure speaking to you all, and I will see you next time. Peace. We thank you for tuning in to the Soul Therapy Series. Be sure you check us out online 
at www.soultherapyradio.life and join our email list. This is Ruby D, the Soul Speaker. Peace.